0: ABC Radio, your local source of national and international news, weather, emergency information, sport and entertainment. With more than 50 radio stations around the country, ABC Radio is Australia's largest radio network providing local programming. ABC Radio engages with audiences through both analogue and digital radio services, streaming online and on your mobile via the ABC Radio app. ABC Radio, across Australia
1: time to round my vowels a bit better, Rolly Sussex. How are you? Good morning. (laughs) I always get a bit nervous when you come into the studio. (laughs) I'm not like
0: that. I really am not a Nazi like that. Honestly, (laughs) I listen to you with pleasure.
1: Oh, how how are you? How's your week been?
0: Thank you. Very busy. Well, Mm -hmm. I've been getting over the flu, so I think I can breathe again. Oh, that's good. Which is nice.
1: We're talking about words that disappear from everyday use. Are Mm. are there a lot of them?
0: Masses. And sometimes they're due to the fact that social things things are changing. Mm. And the one that struck me the other day was the difference between congratulations and felicitations. Oh, okay. Now, most people don't even know this unless they're my age or older is these Is it days. in that song? No?
1: Congratulations. Oh, no, felicitations. Is that, is well, maybe,
0: but the, the real story was, and I can remember my mum telling me this when I was about Fifteen, i suppose that if a lady gets engaged you offer her felicitations oh and if a man gets engaged you offer him congratulations oh. and if you say congratulations to the lady it implies that she's done a very good bit of fishing and has done rather well <laughs> and it was actually not a compliment at all no, now that's a distinction that i think is simply not known to most young speakers I nowadays, I don't think
1: I've heard of it. Before. Well, there you
0: go. You belong to a younger generation. There you yeah. go.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So that's one of them. How do you spell that word?
0: Felicitations. Mm. F e l i c i t a t i o n s, and mm-hmm. it's Latin for Latin felix, and it means happy. So felicitations is wishing someone well on being happy, as it were. All right. But the there are other things which have changed quite a lot, and the one of them happens every day when you get emails. And there used to be a formula. So if you start dear Mr. So-and-so, you end up yours sincerely. Yes. If you start dear sir, you end up yours faithfully. Right. But nowadays in emails, how do you start? Sometimes you just don't... Hi. Hi. <laughs> you know, literally, yes. Hey. Hi, hey, hello. Uh, Good morning. Sometimes... No, Loretta.
1: It depends who you're talking to. It does
0: a mm. lot, and it depends on how formal it is, how well you know the person, mm. and whether there's some serious matter that you need to address. But if you if you vary your f- your form of starting, you can give the impression that oh, I'm I'm cross with you, and yeah, you know, listen up here.
1: I sometimes don't know how to finish an email. Mm-hmm. For example, we, cheers has come into it a lot, right. cheers mm. or regards sound so form so formal
0: it does um, stuffy mm. um, even even your sincerely or mm. no sometimes I, I often say just best
1: oh do you best, best comma okay. i got
0: that from a colleague at um, the massachusetts institute of technology years ago and she said look it's short it it seems to cover the right range of emotions without yeah. being problematic bye for now yeah <laughs> no yeah see well, ya See uh, yeah, the, the other one that's interesting is I get lots and lots of emails which start off, I hope this finds you well. Oh. Our, the reason for that is that the, the person obviously doesn't want to jump straight into whatever they mm. want to talk about. Mm. And it sounds, uh, you know, you told me you were going to meet me at five o'clock and you're late, where are you sort of mm. thing. So you start off with something which is a little bit more personal, Casual. caring, mm. interpersonal maybe, Mm. And, uh, again, for a while I was wondering, was I giving an indication that I was moribund or something? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but when people, if you get those emails from people you don't know, and yes. it's a business email, and they say, hi, I hope you had a good weekend, or sometimes you think, I mean, I suppose that's nice, but you want them to get right into it if it's a work email, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Mm.
0: But in places like Asia... It is extremely bad manners to get straight into it. Oh. And so you might say, dear so-and-so, you will remember we met in Seattle three months yeah. ago and you told me about the success of your children. Wasn't that great? I hope they're doing fine in university and your wife is taking a new course, blah, 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 blah. Page and a half later, <laughs> you may also remember, remember that, all right? Yeah. And if you leave out this initial stuff, it's regarded as being brutal and insensitive and Western and rough. Oh, gee. So that if you're writing a letter to a, shall we say, a Malaysian businessman in English, this is actually quite tricky because they speak English very well in Malaysia. Mm. Which kind of pattern of social manners do you follow? Do you do your one or do you do theirs?
1: Yeah, because how does the English translate into their That's it. Mm. Yeah,
0: no. It's not a matter of Malay so much. It's a matter of the the social interaction in English in Malaysia. Mm. And so there are all sorts of things. I've got heaps more examples. All right. Um, Well, let's
1: take a call firstly. Vern. Hello, Vern.
0: Good morning. How are you? Good. What's your question for Rolly? It's not so much a question, it's something that will probably disgust you, (laughs) Rolly.
1: I discussed easily.
0: Go on. on. I, I saw this on a petrol bowser a couple of weeks ago. Oh. where it, it shows you the grades of fuel. Yes. And then there's a little asterisk, of course, and you follow that down and it says, compared with fuel that has been de-additized. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought. I thought of you straight away. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, now, this is this is because they're not putting in E10 or whatever it is. Is that right? That That's Something along those lines, yes. Okay. Well, that, that I hadn't seen before. Thank you for spoiling the day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's interesting that the. I mean, you'd think that petrol was petrol, and, and no, it, if it had additives, then you'd notice the fact. But de means that they've somehow found a way of removing this mm. stuff from it. Yeah, well, I would have thought without additives. Yes. yes. Yeah, why not? Two words are good. Not, not de-additized. No. And I thought... Come on. I want to find that person and put them up against the wall. Yes, for, for a, a little corrective treatment. Just
1: put them up against <laughs> Rolly. <I appreciate> <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Vern. Been, that, and, thank
0: you, and thank you for using moribund in a sentence. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try and work on a little bit more on those things, you know.
1: <laughs> thank you, Comorbidities. Vern.
0: Comorbidities.
1: Let's go to Warren in Birkdale. Hello, Warren.
0: Hi. Can you hear me? I can yes. hear you, yep. Okay. Hey, um, I just wanted to ask you, Rolly. Um, the word oligarch, yes. is that just a reference to Russians or the Soviet Union, that area? Because it, you don't hear it over here like saying Malcolm Turnbull's an oligarch or mm. um, James Packer's an oligarch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Okay. It is used a lot about the Russian, the top of the Russian business world after the end of communism. So after after 1989 90. And it means people who have an indecent amount of money and who exert a lot of power in Russia over the political and other processes there. Now, oligarch is a Greek word and it means government by the few. So ol- oligos is, is ol- so oligarchos, I think it is, from oligoi meaning few. Oh. So uh, an oligarch is, is a bit like someone who, who belongs to a rather small group with a lot of power, and they are exercising this, you know, over others. But it, it's almost only used, I think, nowadays among about, about Russian businessmen. It's a bit, a bit odd. All right. So is it like a standover tactic? Um, a Stand, standover man? A wealthy standover man? Um, it needn't be a bad mafia sort of thing. It, yeah. I mean, in, in ancient Greece it simply meant government by the few and the few were privileged people who had the benefits of birth and money and status and so on. And so the oligarchs were actually very much respected. Whereas in modern Russia, if you talk about the oligarchs, it, it implies that there's, there's some uh, improper influence of oh. money and power.
1: Mm, okay. Oh, okay. Did that answer your question, Warren? Yeah, thank you very mm. much. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank, have a great weekend. You, thank you. too. Thank you. Kevin <laughs> from Slacks Creek. Hello. You have a question for Roly.
0: Yes, a question now. Which is the correct pronunciation? Mm-hmm.
1: Again
0: or again? Ah, ah good one. Either. Um, either or th- either. <laughs> either or either, yes. The, this is one of those words the dictionaries prefer again. All yes. right. But again is, is certainly recognised as a second choice. And when the dictionaries list them like that, they give two choices, and, and the second one is always not quite as favoured as the first one.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. What do you say, Kevin?
0: I usually say again.
1: Mm, again that's fine. Yeah. Well, if you yeah. think about it, oh, I suppose again. If
0: you're, if you're drawing it out a little bit, he did it again and again, again and again. again. When's he yeah. going to stop? So, you know, if you need a longer vowel, which is going to express irritation or frustration or something, yeah. it's more likely. And yeah. Whereas again, just the single word by itself, you know, tell me that again. Tell me that again okay. sounds a bit, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> yes. Thank you Kevin. Now we have a text message Rolly mm. um from Colleen from yes. Albany Creek. Did mm-hmm. I just hear Rolly say your one?
0: No, uh, probably yes, and that's perfectly fine nowadays. Uh, when I was at school we were indeed taught that your and the this and so on mm. should not be followed by one. So These are good, those are bad, not these ones are good, those ones are bad. Okay. And so your one is uh, supposed to be adding a word that doesn't really have a a justification but it is now entirely common and not noted by pretty well everybody except for colleen (laughs) who thank you for reminding me of of a possible lapse but in fact it's one that that i've taken on with everybody else over the last 40 years or so
1: there you go all right some other words Rolly, that have vanished
0: oh yeah um weights and measures Particularly decimal. Mm. Um, if you think about it, people still say, oh, that's miles too far to yes, go. Yes, yep. And yet we don't have miles anymore. No. Now, they do in America. The poor things didn't go properly decimal. <laughs> but, you uh, know, give, give an inch and it'll take a mile. No, the, we don't have inches either. Uh, we talk about pounds occasionally.
1: Do people still talk about inches as much? I think if Not much. No.
0: Not nearly as much as before.
1: If you're a dressmaker... Mm. And you you used to inches ah. like you know what an inch yes. or two inches. Oh, yes. You know, that's sort of easy. But yeah. you also know what know how to measure a meter.
0: Yes. As well. Well you say he's stacking on the pounds.
1: Yeah, you do. So
0: mm. that someone is putting on weight and yet mm. we don't have pounds anymore. We mm. have metrics. And the this, by the way, I'm I'm a, a kind of a a tentative cook on, on email and, and on the internet. And of course, all these American recipes are in non-decimal, so you've got to translate everything. Yes. But which is pain in the neck.
1: Measurements now, you can still get. Both measurements, oh, not yes. you, when you buy? Uh, I
0: things. think it's not legal. In oh. other words, you're oh. meant to have... I mean, if, if someone tried to charge you something in pounds in Australia rather than in dollars, you'd look mm, at them.
1: That's right. So but on measuring cups when you're cooking uh,
0: Measuring stuff. cups often have both. Yes. Because that allows you to follow the directions either from... American English, mm. which is still um, imperial, mm. or the, the standard decimalised one that we've gone to. Yeah. But again, these phrases, you know, miles too far, uh, it's, it's odd how they stick around even when the, the, the standard of distance is no longer used. Yeah. So that one's gone. Um, titles have changed a lot. We used to be very keen, particularly when addressing a letter, you know, Mr. John Smith... Right. Mm. Or even occasionally, John Smith is squire.
1: Oh, <laughs> what do you have to do to be an esquire? Uh,
0: nowadays, an American lawyer. Okay. American male lawyers talk to talk talk to each other still in the formal parts of American law mm. about a esquire, but it's not common. Mm. Um, but uh, I I can remember the first letter I got addressed to Mister rather than Master, and I thought I'd really arrived.
1: Well, there's also Ms, Mister.
0: Indeed, yeah. Now the Ms thing yeah. has been very useful. Because it's got rid of that imbalance between uh no there was no mister was whether you were married or not. Yeah. But Miss, you were unmarried, Mrs., you were married. And that actually wasn't wasn't fair. No. So we now have Ms. MS M mm. S and that's fine. You're divorced. No. Oh. <laughs> no. You are you are unspecified as to marital status
1: oh that would be me yeah there you go <laughs> uh, but
0: there was a suggestion recently that uh, that mi- that um, ms and mr are in fact gender specific and we shouldn't be talking about gender okay and there was a suggestion we should have mx
1: how do you say that?
0: Good question. <laughs> Mix, mux, mux, no one knows. And that's part of the reason why it hasn't taken off. Right. But there are some forms, I believe, some government uh, yeah, forms they, which allow you to make... avoid choosing mm. uh, well, a specialization gender. You just write their name. Mm. And so when I'm, I'm sending Christmas cards, I just say John Smith. Yeah. No. Um, mm. And I think the use of titles, except for people like the governor the Queen, um, bishops, sometimes you know, professors in university, but I don't, mm. I don't like professor. No, I'm, I'm Roly to everybody.
1: Oh, we like to call you Professor Roly Sussex. Ooh. Kim is in Cairns. Yes. Hello, Kim. You've got a question for Roly?
0: Yeah, I do. Thanks very mm. much for taking it. Um, yes. Look, I'm just interested in the change in pronunciation of some words. Yes. Such as um, battery to battery and federal to federal
1: and... Um, well, some of those other words that more recently have sort of they seem to be breaking them up into a different kind of pronunciation.
0: Okay. Yep. There, there's a lot of parallelism of pronunciation in Australia. For example, is it a cigarette, stress on the first syllable, or a cigarette? And you'll find both of them used by lots of people. Is it research or research? Okay. And there are literally. Th- probably thousands of words where you're not sure where the stress goes.
1: Is research American?
0: It began as American, but it is now very common. Mm. Um, and there's there's a one which has come recently from the Brits, which is contribute and oh. distribute. And David Cameron said it when he was Prime Minister, and so a lot of people followed along. Know the Emperor's New Clothes thing. And so you make a contribution or a distribution. See,
1: I think distribute, it's just a hard word to say. I always have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Dis. Distribution. <laughs> mm,
0: distrib- well, the trouble is that if you've got words of about four or more syllables, yeah, then the, the, it, it's a matter of fitting them all in, and that's where you get things like battery becoming battery, and medicine three syllables becoming medicine. Medicine,
1: medicine. is it? Should it well, be medicine? you also get one like ceremony, like
0: oh, I always thought was sort of a little bit more. Uh, Old English, if you mm. can call it that, and now it's now there's ceremony. Yeah, okay, now this is something different. Um, ceremony, stressed on the first syllable, is where it always was stressed, and that's the way the British dictionaries prefer, and the Australian dictionaries. But the Americans... Uh, give more even stress when the when a vowel isn't stressed so we say ceremony and we swallow all the other vowels they say ceremony ceremony mm-hmm. da 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 much more even so you get secretary and labra Tory, and ceremony now during the 2000 Olympics there was a an edict for the the Australian broadcasters it was a ceremony an opening ceremony Mm. but in the booth next door NBC was saying ceremony and we are now so used to these American pronunciations that a lot of people say both you know they kind of vary yeah and the American ones are on the rise mandatory is another one Instead mandatory. of mandatory. Mm. Okay, so watch out for these. You're, you've got a good ear, um, and uh, Kim, you just keep on watching out for those because you will find okay. that there are a lot of shortenings, medicine rather than medicine, but also a lot of longer ones. Ceremony, which is almost losing the unstressed vowels, becoming out of ceremony.
1: I like ceremony rather than ceremony.
0: A woman after my own heart.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Kim.
0: Yeah, thank you very much. Okay. Thanks
1: for calling. Um, also, Rolly Anna mm. has said, Have we said goodbye to Cheerio and Tata? Oh. Tata. Yeah,
0: not, not to. Yeah, tata is already, I think, a bit dated. Oh. Takes you back. I like it. Yeah. Uh, but but it was the sort of thing that my grandma used I know, to say.
1: I know. My she, grandma used to also go, Yoohoo! Oh, yes. When she was right. arriving at someone's place to let them know she was there. That's
0: right. Here I am. Yeah. yeah the huru is the one that's gone. That's, Don Burke says, I'm says still. Uh,
1: Hear people say hurrah. A
0: little bit, mm. particularly in country Queensland. Mm. Um, some of these things persist longer in rural areas where we're not quite so uh, overcome by the, the wave of stuff from overseas. Thank
1: but heavens. But again,
0: um, a lot of the greetings, you know, cheers, you said cheers before. Now, cheers is British and it can be lots of things. It if, if you say thank you, the other person might say cheers. Mm. And that means mm, there was a, no, no problem, yep. no sweat, no worries. Mm. Cheers can be hello. Cheers can be goodbye. Uh, cheers often goes at the end of a an email. Yes. And it, it means, you know, that's all I've got to say for now. Yes. But again, signing your name or even an initial, something you may not do at the end of an email anymore.
1: Yeah, just an initial. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I've done that.
0: And sometimes not even that.
1: That's rude, isn't it, not to even sign your name? But well, they can see it in the bottom if there's a sign The
0: header of the email will say who it's from. They mm. will know. And for some people, particularly on social media where you've got you no know, 140 characters limit, mm. it's uh, spaces at a premium. Anything you can leave out is good. And therefore, signing your name. I and mean, my daughter always knows when I'm sending her an SMS because the punctuation's there.
1: <laughs> I always like to put a little kiss at the bottom. Really. Oh, that's nice. Hey, um, Steve from Fernie Grove. Hello, Steve. Oh, good morning. Um, I had a question regarding adjectives. Yes. In that often we hear about the the, Eng- oh, the England cricket team. Yes. I think in our days it would have been the English cricket team. Mm-hmm. Things like the Victoria police rather than the Victorian police. So mm. which is right and which do you use when?
0: Okay, both. Um, the Some countries, um, for example, like New Zealand, you'd say the New Zealand football team, the New Zealand cricket team, it's not the New Zealander or New Zealandish or anything. Others, like English, have got long-standing adjectives which have been used, but the name of the country is increasingly being used instead. So I don't think you'd hear the Australia cricket team. It's the Australian mm. cricket team. But it's the West Indies, not the West Indian cricket <laughs> team, I think. So we, we are caught in a cleft stick again. The, the, if there is an adjective, using it is normally okay. So the mm. English cricket team. But a lot of countries... Now, for example, do you say the France team or the French team? French, French yeah. yeah. Um, but then the German team, I think so.
1: Yeah, the German yeah, team.
0: The Russian team, yeah, mm-hmm. the Moldovan. When we get to countries that we don't talk about so much... Denmark. Denmark, yeah. Now, Danish, mm. you know... That's right. So, if you're particularly countries in South America and Africa, we don't talk about so much. The sporting teams tend to get the name of the country. Now, Victorian Police. I believe that it was still Victorian Police officially on their, on the the decals on their shoulders a while ago. Mm. But it may be changing. After all, with New South Wales, you don't say New South Welsh.
1: No, I always I always thought it was Victoria Police. Victoria yeah. Police. Ooh, I
0: was born there, I ought to know. I'll have a look.
1: Mm. Um, and I, I thought it was, say, with the English cricket team, does that imply it's full of Englishmen, whereas some might have come from other countries and, and not actually English?
0: As such? Yeah, I don't think that that necessarily applies because the, the, the it's a team which represents England and they're English. And, I mean, people like Tony Gregg came from South Africa uh, mm. but had, had become, for all intents and purposes, English players. But nowadays, with the mixing up of... Uh, of uh, of where people come from and the the country they represent, it's actually much more, much less less clear cut than it used to be. But yeah, both right. are, both are right, I'm afraid, and uh, you know you've got a choice.
1: <laughs> All right, Steve. Oh, Thank you. Thanks right. so much for calling, um, Rolly. Mm. Andy from Fernvale yes. says, "Does Professor Rolly endorse the use of those ones? And I how do. many ones can one have?"
0: Mm. There is a tendency not to say just those. No. If, if you say those by itself, it can t- sound almost a bit literary. No, I, I I didn't approve of those. Oh. full stop. You think? No, what a moment. Rod, Someone's going to okay. say something else. All right, mm. in in the spoken language, and this is very very common. Uh, those ones is is extremely extremely common, and you can have as many as you can count. You no, know? there there were there were thousands of um, spectators on the street dressed in. I don't know, Brisbane Lions jumpers, and those ones were the ones I really approved of. Right,
1: yes. Mm. Okay. Okay. And that doesn't sound too bad. No. Now, what else did you want to touch on from last week? I think you had uh, some emails.
0: We had, had some emails, yes. Convict and evict. They seem to, to say rather different things. To convict is to send someone to prison, yep. um, and, and to evict is to chuck someone out of a mm. lodging of mm. some kind. Now, they both come from Latin vinco, vincere, which means to conquer. And mm-hmm. you might remember "Veni, Vidi, Vici," or "Veni, Vidi, Viki, which is "I came, I saw, I conquered." <laughs> conquered. Right? Yes. Um, now, what's happened is that "Convince" was the it used to be "I will persuade you about my views," and then it it uh, it shifted a little bit, meaning "I will persuade you to do what I want you to do." I convinced him to give up smoking. Right? Mm-hmm. But the underlying that there's still the the Latin word "vinco," which means to conquer, and so my views. If you like, were stronger than yours, and I won. And if you evict someone, then you uh, you are physically stronger than they are, yeah. and you remove them from a domicile or a rented property or whatever. Yeah. And if you if you look at the bottom of a dictionary entry when you look up a word, look up convict and so on, you'll find a lot of these details at the bottom, and they'll it's a it's a lovely story because it tells us things that we didn't know. For example, in in English, the word nice originally came from Latin nescius and it means ignorant.
1: Oh, so when someone calls you nice, they're not actually being
0: Well, nice. a thousand years ago, no, <laughs> but in the meantime, they've moved on a little bit.
1: Thank you, Rolly Sussex. Now, if anybody does want to send Rolly an email, just sussex at uq.edu.au. That's sussex at uq.edu.au. And, of course, Rolly will be back again next Saturday uh, after the news at 10 o'clock. Rolly, thank you so much for coming Do
0: you want a last word? All right, yes, yes, yes. Martin Amos, the writer. The French, they say, live to eat. The English, on the other hand, eat to die.
1: Oh, thanks, Rolly, I think. (laughs) See ya.
0: ABC Radio, your local source of national and international news, weather, emergency information, sport and entertainment. With more than 50 radio stations around the country, ABC Radio is Australia's largest radio network providing local programming. ABC Radio engages with audiences through both analogue and digital radio services, streaming online and on your mobile via the ABC Radio app. ABC Radio, across
1: Australia.